Welcome to Rolls and Lols, the Humescope podcast. And for those of you who don't know Humescope, a quick overview, we are a recruitment training business um, founded and run by two recruiters, myself and Laura, who have been recruiting for over 30 years. Um, We're super passionate about the industry. We teach recruiters, agency owners all across Australia, New Zealand, and hopefully one day the world, because we're planning on taking it over. Um, Over to Laura. My name is Laura, co-founder of Humescope. Um, We're going to be running this podcast weekly. The aim is just to give you little bits of advice, tips, tricks, all related to the recruitment industry and hopefully some laughs along the way too. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. If you'd like more info, go to humescope.com.au. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Please give it a like, give it a follow, give it a share, send us a message, and spread the love and word. Hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. This week is all about how to advance your career and that's not just that like I'm a new recruiter how do I become a senior recruiter I think that goes for all the way through and I think one thing that we think about in recruitment is you know the role is the role Mm -hmm. we often go okay well whether you're an associate consultant you know the change to a recruiter you're adding in some business development potentially, but then from a recruiter to a senior, from a senior to a principal, we often go like, how, you know, what is the difference? Mm. And therefore, like, how can I really take ownership over that progression Mm. path? Yeah. It also, it does surprise me, I've got to say, and this isn't just in recruitment, just across the board, the the lights just... Oh, it's just got very... Hang on, let me just do a... Is it... Sorry, for everyone who's listening to this and not watching this on YouTube, lights all just went off in the room, so Laura's running around trying to find lights. There we go. Wait! Is it back on over there? Yeah. Oh, no. There we go. There we go. It's one minute of our ten minute episode. (laughs) So Um, professional. What I do find is people don't take ownership of their actual career and they Mm. sit and I we interview and most of you listening will be TAs or recruiters and you'll hear this all the time oh the company didn't do this to advance my career the the manager didn't do this to advance my career yes the company and the manager can often provide you opportunities but what they can't do is drive you in your career Mm. and actually the only person is who's responsible for your career is you and so if you're not driving it, you're not looking for ways to develop, you're not looking for extra projects, you're not being the best version of yourself. And at a certain point, it stops becoming about technical skill mm-hmm. and it becomes about the person that you are, yeah. the value that you add outside of your technical ability. And so if you're not cultivating relationships all across your business, that's not just your hiring manager. It's managing director, it's the ops person, it's the marketer, it's everyone within that organisation. If you can, and I think this is the biggest lesson of why I think I excelled in my career so quickly, not excelled, but advanced, Mm -hmm. was I was able to actually cultivate these relationships internally 
across the board. And so you had huge buy-in from everyone to go, yeah, that's the person that's going to be our next COO. I was far too young to be a COO and didn't have any experience. Didn't know what you were doing, guys. Everyone was behind that decision and the MD knew it at the time. He could promote a 28-year-old into the COO role and everyone would go, yeah, great decision. Versus me not cultivating those relationships and the MD going, I'd like to promote you, but no one's going to buy into you because you're 27, you've only got six years recruitment experience, you've not led huge teams before, I can't promote you. That's what would have happened. And so I think the at a certain level, it stops becoming a bad technical skill and you personally have to invest in, well, how do you develop relationships? Mm. Do you read a lot? Do you go and source different types of training and development for yourself because that's what will be the defining factor in you being promoted and excelling. It's such a good point because you're right like and and often with the technical skills you can only learn them on the job that you're promoted Mm. into I think it's the willingness to learn the openness it's you know it's it's the personal development developing your emotional intelligence your self-awareness And, you know, when we talk about developing, it doesn't always have to be that traditional path to management either. You know, I think a lot of recruiters go, well, you know, I don't necessarily want to be a manager yet or Mm. maybe ever. So what are the options available for me? And I think you can suggest those. Like Mm. if you want to, if you want to focus purely on client relationships, literally write, you guys are in recruitment, you know, Mm. write a job spec of what that dream role would look like and pitch it to your manager. If you think that your business could really do with a candidate engagement platform or you're really tech savvy and you want to look at introducing new technology, can you spearhead any projects? Mm. And I think we often think about development of just being that classic Mm. career path into management, where it's actually, I think it's about going, where do I want to be? Mm. What do I want to do with my career? How do I pitch that? And whether it's now it happens immediately or it happens in the future, at least I've expressed my interest and I can create that opportunity. That's such a good point. That's such a good point, especially in a recruitment agency, because we know how to position that. I mean, we all know recruitment, you have to add to the bottom line. Mm. And if you can somehow carve that out, and it doesn't mm. need to be that you want to progress in recruitment. Imagine you're a recruiter and you're like, I've got a really good ability across marketing and I love that space, don't have any actual experience, but at some point I want to join a marketable creative um, role. In that scenario, I would put my hand up for every single thing to do with mm. socials and go, I know I'm a recruiter and that's my responsibility, I will build, but also can I take charge of the socials? Mm. Can I take charge of our marketing strategy and come up with ideas? Often recruitment agencies won't have a lot of extra support staff, it'll yeah. mostly be recruiters. Run lean, right? So you've got huge opportunities outside of your one role as a recruiter if that's the direction that you want to go in and you have to be creative. And I think there is a commitment to extracurricular. Yeah. And it's not, and I think if you look at that like, I don't want to do something for nothing, that's when, I think you almost, when you're looking at career advancement, you almost have to go, I know that this will lead to what I want, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to commit to it now, and even if I don't get an immediate outcome out of it, I know that at least it's growing my skill set, and I will see the benefit somewhere. And I think that we're often so busy in our day-to-day that, it can be really hard to take on extra projects. It's like, cool, if I want to see you 
you know, becoming a manager or starting to become a leader, you need to be investing in your personal development mm-hmm. or some kind of mentorship program or can you want some extra training with the team? And I think sometimes it's then like, well, I'm doing all this extra stuff for nothing, but it's not. It's developing mm-hmm. your skill set. And I think what you have to have first when you're thinking about career advancement is I am upskilling myself for my future career. Yeah. And it's not about I will do this now to get that promotion. It's yeah. what skills can I build because that will serve me in the long term. And I think it's like you said at the beginning, I think it's actually more of a commitment to your own learning and development path, mm. which will ultimately lead to promotions and or other opportunities. I think ultimately yeah. that's what it comes down to. Love that. You've had a really, really good point, which I didn't think of before recording this, is how you see it. Because often you go, you hear consultants go, oh, I'm put me on this course and I don't have time because they're expecting me to still build and do this course. It's like, of course they are. They're trying to better you, you idiot. <laughs> Spend time on it. It's bettering you, not just the business. Yeah. You're going to take those skills away. The business is not going to keep your skills somehow. So yes, if they're expecting you to still build and do this on the side, of course you should do it. They're spending money on it, no doubt, or resources. Yeah. But with that... But with that, if you're really not interested in something, say to your manager, you know what? I don't want to do that. That won't serve me. Can I do this instead? Because there's so many, you know, there's been situations in the past where people have been uh, booked in with coaching sessions Mm -hmm. with me, right? And then we turn up to the session. I'm like, you know, what do you want to get out of this? And they're like, oh, you know, my manager kind of booked in. (laughs) And I'm like, that's not how coaching works. Like, it has to come from you. So... I think as well, if you're being kind of coerced into Mm. a path that actually doesn't interest you at all, you have to be the one that goes, I'm not just going to pay this base value. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to say no, but can I invest that time and that money Mm -hmm. into something that I do think, and this would be the ROI for the business. Again, great point. God, you come on up some gold today. Um, It's pitching for... Training. Your business yeah. will not always go out of its way and somehow magically know what you need development on. Yeah. It is actually, again, going back to it's your responsibility, your career and your advancement, it's your responsibility. I had this rookie call up who joined a business that doesn't utilise Hume Scope for training. They said they wouldn't. <laughs> who are, anyway. <laughs> who are <Shame>. they? <laughs> Name them. What's the course about? I'm thinking of doing it just on my own because it sounds great. I've had good reviews. So I sent him the brochure. He pitched it to his boss. His boss called his the boss that said, well, thinking of sending five now on. So his boss booked him onto it. But the Kenda, the rookie himself, took charge and went, no, this is a great course. I will either pay for it or I'll pitch it to my boss first. And that's what his plan was. So he pitched it to his boss. His boss was so impressed. was like, of course we're now sending you on the course and we'll send the other four rookies next month. That's so, so good. Was, I didn't know that. The responsibility was yeah, on him amazing. and he took it and was like, great, I'll research it. I'll present it to the business, the benefits, the ROI. And of course, the business was like, it's a no-brainer. The, candidate, the rookie wants to do it. He sees a huge benefit in it. He is going to take away from this. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think if you're, so if you're listening to this, that's probably, yeah. If you're listening to this now and you're feeling in any way stagnant or directionless or anything in your career... Mm our advice would be what where do you want this to go like mm-hmm. literally what does this look like for you do you are you interested in management path if you're not sure yet 
Is there something that you could do in the business to see whether you're mm. interested in management? Is yeah. there someone you could mentor to get a taste or a flavor yeah. for it? Ultimately, if you're feeling like you don't know where the next direction is, well, one, talk to someone, mm. externalize that, but also think about what training, what you might be interested in and mm. look at what would be the return on investment to your business and pitch it to them and take that yeah. ownership. And lastly, in recruitment, guys, anyone who is in recruitment, specifically agencies, you have got the benefit of how rapid roles move yeah. and how rapid you can advance. Either from consultant, senior consultant, team lead, um, PNC coordinator, ops manager, ops director to COO. And I'm not kidding you, all within three and a half years. So things move rapidly yeah. if you're willing to invest in yourself and really push yourself. So it isn't a case of, well, I'm just a recruiter and I don't really know where this role goes. I'm feeling stagnant. It's your responsibility. Go take charge, research, talk to people in your industry, see what different paths people have taken and actually carve out a route for yourself. Because if you don't, yes, you will just be a recruiter for the next 20 years if you don't take charge of where you want to go. Yeah. God, that was such a you serious know we need, note. You know what we need at the, end, at the end of this? We needed, I wanted to start playing like Katy Perry. I got the eye of the tiger. Like just some kind of real empowerment music. Oh, that fired me up. Okay, that's it, that's yes. it for this week. Thanks, guys. See you too.